0: Let me guess, you signed up for every free lead magnet and binged on every marketing YouTube video and thought, what am I missing? Why isn't my business exploding like that? Well, I can tell you, you're not alone. Whether you're just getting started or have an established business, entrepreneurship can be really lonely. But it doesn't have to be. Overcoming your fear of launching or building your personal brand or figuring out how to scale, it shouldn't be holding you back. It should be empowering you. On this podcast, we're gonna deep dive into the mechanics of what it takes to build your brand, make your mark, and stake your claim in the digital marketing space. I'll be chatting with people from all walks of life and stages in their careers. I will be getting inspiration from real experts who will share their actual strategies and techniques to grow loyal and raving followings and sell more stuff. This is entrepreneurship from people who are already there making it happen. My name is Jeff Mendelssohn. Join me and welcome to the One Big Tip Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today I'm really excited to have Benjamin Kepner with me on the line. He is the CEO of Global Social Media Marketing, a company that helps businesses and schools achieve social media marketing, education, training, and international business expansion goals worldwide. So we're going to talk today a lot about the visual aspects of digital marketing, and especially using YouTube. So Benjamin, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Jeff, how's it going? I really appreciate you having me.
0: I appreciate you being here. Can you please tell me a little bit about how you got started with this? Like, you know, out of all the digital channels that someone can focus on, you decided to lean into YouTube. Can you tell me a little bit about how that came to be and, you know, why you chose that channel specifically in order to leverage your digital marketing efforts there?
1: of happens like indirectly organically also like over time we had the camcorders in the 90s for those nostalgic people out there that remember that we had tapes and then um i got to college and i didn't make that many videos in college maybe like one or two but the smartphone came out so all those iphone fans they know what i'm talking about the fact that you could take video on your phone and send it and then right when i was graduating college YouTube really had just gotten bought out by Google, which is nuts to say that. Like, that was in like 2008 when YouTube even became like in its existence, really. And so, then right after I was out of college with social media, you know, social media was exploding at that time around 2011. And one of the first jobs I had was a social media strategist working for a medical devices company. And they came in and they said, Of course, we need you to do social media. What are your plans? And one of the things that I came up with in that first job that I had was, hey, you have fitting instructions for your, those fitting instructions into videos so that I can show people on YouTube how to wear these medical devices. Kind of launching pad and and where I am now, but I think in 2020, 10 years later, I've really fallen into YouTube because I love making videos. Um, There's a lot of creative aspects from the audio to the visual, the editing, and we're also using them now a lot in advertising. And I don't really see many digital marketers doing a very, it's very new. So that's kind of my story.
0: Just as an aside, I just find it absolutely amazing, especially with companies that already produce TV commercials that don't necessarily view putting their same TV commercial as a pre-roll on YouTube as a natural extension of their brand. Right, I've come across so many companies like that, and it's just like, you know, they produce it for TV, but they're like YouTube. No, we're not going there. It's like, dude, come on. Every time you go to YouTube, and you, you know, like you play a video like how to tie a tie, or you know, like your next vacation video, or how to set up your next baller desk. There's always one or two pre rolls. It's always relevant, and it's always the type of videos that like are complementary to the video that you're going to that you're going to look for. And I think that as YouTube being the second largest search engine now, right, Uh, uh, second only to Google itself, it's, you know, there's there's like some crazy statistic of how many hours of video are uploaded every minute, you know, to the service, because what they've done is that they've taken a service and made it so versatile that you can apply it to just about any kind of marketing need. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk about that. What is your one big tip for using YouTube and creating videos? Yeah, so my one big tip,
1: YouTube to train your employees and your customers. And that's just something that I think, like what we're talking about with advertising in a business sense, but thinking about how can you actually empower um, your team to get the skills that they need as we're kind of in this technological era where things are changing really quickly and maybe there's a new technology comes out, they don't know how to use it. For us as a digital marketing agency or a social media focused company, we have to kind of explain to a business owner what to show them their demographics of how to run a LinkedIn lead generation campaign that we target based on title and geographic region like and YouTube can allow me to show people how that works so that I can empower them to get the skills that they need to do that for our clients and also for our clients to understand what the benefits and the processes of our actual work that we're doing for them.
0: So we're not just talking about screen recording and voiceovers like, you know, click here, click here, do that, right? We're also talking about how to alleviate the gap between how your customers use your products and how they think they should be used, right? Fitting instructions, for example, I just bought a cover, you know, one of those paper like uh, screens that you put on your iPad right? You know, anyone who's installed one of those knows that they're just a pain in the ass to, you know, to install, right? Yeah. But, you know, they had this really great card. Like, are you frustrated? Go over here, you know, and watch our video. And the video just walked it through, you know, very calmly, like, you know, make sure you have these stickers and make sure you have this thing, clean it off. And it just walked through step by step. There you go. What's the return for doing something like that? First of all, it's not like an incredible effort to do it. You don't need a professional, you know, professional lighting necessarily. I mean, you don't even need to be on camera. And I think that's the first thing that people need to realize is that you don't necessarily even need to show your face on a video in order to get it right. What are some of the tips that you would use, you know, in order to get a prospective client to feel more comfortable with using video in this uh, in this instance?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, that is a great point. A lot of, of our clients or prospects that want to work with us They are really worried about making videos. They get scared. They're not an actor. They're not used to filming themselves. They're maybe a more private person. So, you know, first things first is we kind of have to just make sure that they understand mentally. Everything is editable is kind of the nice answer there, right? You and I even talked about that before the podcast. And the podcasting community does a lot of editing. Same thing with video. Like, you know people that are professional actors for a living they might do 20 takes 30 takes before they get it right with the director because it's really important that they get that perfect shot and i think that's just mentally the first thing is telling all the clients hey this doesn't have to be perfect just get it done we can edit it we can make it look better take a couple shots like you know if i'm talking for 10 to 15 seconds i should be able to get that done in less than 30 minutes some people want to take an hour to shoot thirty seconds talking on camera, and I think it's just that fear mentally. And I think the other thing is too is you don't, to your point, necessarily need to have professional videographer equipment. You can obviously the the better people that are putting out videos there are using higher, you know, level equipment. But to that point, like great example is this podcast will. Be uploaded in a video fashion. I'm using Screencastify, which is a screen recording tool. It costs me $9 a month, which is the same price that Spotify would be for any of our Spotify aficionados out there. And then I've got a a Logitech headset that I can order off of Best Buy. They're kind of hard to buy these days, but $19, guys, for this. And I even asked Jeff before this call, How's my auto? He said, Benjamin, Good job, man, this is great, I can hear you great. And then I've just got natural lighting. Lighting is, is is probably one of the harder things, I think. Lighting and audio, as I get more into video, I'm like, it's not so much the camera because we've got our computers, so most computers have webcams, which is really nice. To your point, we don't have to even show ourselves as we wanna just do a how-to tutorial video where we're showing our computer screen. Or most people have a smartphone, finally, too, for, like, quality of taking videos. Anything that's, like, iPhone 10 or, like, the latest Galaxy, they all shoot 4K content, which is nuts because I'm going back to kind of end it with, like, when I started my YouTube career, when I was doing the fitting instructions for that medical device company... I had a Canon DSLR camera, EOS. Like it was a great DSLR camera, but my iPhone shoots just as good. And I think that's how I'll kind of close it is, you know, you don't need to like stress yourself out with all the hundred gadgets. Focus on the things that are cheap and effective and you can make great videos.
0: What would you say is the ROI to you know, to doing all this, like, is there any way to measure besides obviously the views and subscribers? Right. But I would think that a company that is putting out how to videos isn't necessarily looking to get like a million views or a million subscribers. You know, that's not necessarily the goal. How would you get them to articulate what is the return on going down this video route?
1: Yeah. So I think the first thing that I would think of like return, and this is always great for any, I think talking to business owner is, Like in marketing, sometimes you can improve your operations, right? So you actually reduce your costs. So by taking the time, you're actually making your operations more effective for the long term because now you've got training materials that are accessible online via YouTube whenever the employee or customer wants to watch them on their time. It's almost like you're empowering anybody to be able to watch your video at any time of the day, in any place in the world, in the way that they want to watch it, and they can scroll back and forward and repeat and really absorb the information on their own learning prerogative. I think the other thing for like return with with the training side of it is if you can build it like how I've tried to build it for our company – you get it to a point where you get everybody in the company to make a video within your company. That's super powerful. It turns your employees now into teachers. And that's kind of around kind of my background with education technology. I'm using YouTube now a lot in education. I've even done like classrooms is all the universities are going to Zoom and do all these online things now, but you know, those are just amazing opportunities to take education and empower someone to make a video so that they become a teacher and they teach the other people in the company. That's an education like methodology called the jigsaw methodology. If any of the ed tech people out there are listening that I'm seeing work really well right now for our company.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing, you know, to think about it because what happens is, you know, these videos don't necessarily need to even be published, right? They can stay as unlisted, And they can stay internal per se, right? You don't necessarily need to show them to the public. You can create channels and then, you know, like specific channels within your YouTube page, you know, like how to this or demonstration that or case study this, right? You can create these channels that allow you to categorize the types of videos that you're putting up there, right? And also, if you just attach those YouTube videos to part of the training materials, you know, even if you're doing them internally, You know, well, there they are. You don't have to host them. YouTube does all that. And, you know, it's great and it works. And it's, you know, it's something very powerful.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, honestly, like you've already kind of hit the nail on the head with the categories. So just to get kind of stats on you, like the top two categories on YouTube today are actually product review videos and how-to videos. And then coming in at number nine in that category is educational videos. So really that huge trend of you can really learn anything on YouTube and people like innately from a psychological perspective, they go to YouTube to learn how to do something or to learn how to do something new. So if you can be a company that can leverage YouTube to show them how to do something, you are really just answering what people are craving right now in 2020 when they want to learn a skill or to do something for a company.
0: Amazing stuff. Benjamin, thank you so much for that. Can you please let everyone know how they can learn more about your company and how they can reach out to you directly if they would love to learn more?
1: Sure. Yeah. Pretty easy to find uh, on the internet. If you use my name, Benjamin Kepner, you'll find a ton of stuff definitely check out our YouTube channel since we've talked about YouTube. It's Global Social Media Marketing. That's also the name of my company. You can go to our website at globalsocialmediamarketing.com. My email and phone number are on there, but in case you want to know it on the podcast, it's benjamin.keppner at globalsocialmediamarketing.com.
0: I know that's a, a
1: mouthful, but you know, hopefully you'll never forget it, right?
0: amazing stuff. Benjamin, thank you so much for appearing on the on the channel today. This was a really interesting discussion and I hope that a lot of people got a lot of value out of it.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, Jeff. And yeah, listeners, please do reach out to me if you found value in this. Always looking to help people with YouTube. <laughs>